The Red Sea Houthi attacks and what it means for most of Africa. From over 1,300 cities and 130 countries, we bring you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. More follow us on Twitter at the K Financial News, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Musk, a Danish shipping and logistics company, has suspended all sailings through the Red Sea until further notice following an attack and small boat swam by Yemen's Houthi group on December 30th. Following the attack, the company initiated suspension of all sailings through the Red Sea until further notice. The suspension has seen Musk reroute to the Cape of Good Hope in South Africa. A call talk managing director of Oris Consult joins us to break down the effects of shipping companies suspending sales through the Red Sea and its impact on South Sudan and Africa. So there's a currently crisis in the Red Sea between the Houthi rebels and the, the United States and the UK. The Houthi rebels have been attacking ships in the Red Sea and uh, in, in the Middle Eastern area in the Yemen coast. So this has caused a lot of shipping companies to halt shipments to the Red Sea. And this is going to impact a country like South Sudan because South Sudan currently relies on the Red Sea to export its crude oil to international markets. South Sudan has a pipeline that goes to Port Sudan, and that pipeline exports 100% of the crude to South Sudan. In addition to the conflict in Sudan, this, had put South, this can put South Sudan in a very precarious position because number one, the economic impacts are as follows. Number one is going to be a reduction of revenue for the government because when you have uh, less c- companies coming, less companies willing to come there. For example, like Merricks. Merricks is an international shipping company that accounts for one-fifth of global shipping. They said that if they do go to the Red Sea or go to places, they're going to use alternative routes. And some of them have said we're not going at all, which means indirectly there's going to be a cost. So uh, according to some of the experts, uh, they said it's going to be double the cost to go to Red Sea. In addition to the cost, insurance premiums will go up. So now the cost to buy South Sudan's crude oil is going to be much higher, which means in, in international markets, if the price of a barrel is $70, your barrel might be worth 60 because there's a lot of other costs involved. Broadly, what is the impact of these attacks? I think the impact of this is not just in South Sudan, but it's going to be on Africa. I mean, if you think about many countries who rely on the Red Sea, many shipping companies, that is Egypt, Sudan, uh, South Sudan, uh, Ethiopia, uh, Eritrea, Djibouti, and Somalia. And so many people are hesitant to go to the Red Sea, to go to that area there. Uh, they're going to say that, okay, for me to go to that area, I'm going to have to, you're going to charge me, I'm going to charge you double. And this cost is then passed on to the consumers. And so the consumers are going to see logistical issues, supply chain issues, and then the rise in, in prices. And this is going to really affect things. And according to the Merrick's leader, uh, executive, they said that this conflict should last a couple months. Is there a plausible way forward? What is the way forward? I think for an issue like this, we just have to mitigate the risk. And the way forward for South Sudan is to find an alternative route and also find a way to reduce reliance on the port of Sudan. But also if they decide to look at an alternative route like Djibouti, you're still going to be near the Red Sea. So this is an issue that is outside of the hands of Africa and many of these African countries, because this is an issue that involves the West. It's an extension of the Israel-Palestine conflict. It's involving Iran. So this is a unique issue because your way forward is just to call on these people for a ceasefire and call on, call on them to find a resolution for the conflict because this conflict is going to impact global shipping in the Red Sea, which is going to impact a lot of African countries who rely on the Red Sea for logistics and port. And a quick look at the markets. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. Nigerian stocks continued their upward momentum for an eighth consecutive session 
on Monday, reaching a new record high of 96,307 and outperforming major global peers. Last week, Nigerian equities had their best performance in nine years, ending with an impressive average gain of 13.84%. This surge is fueled by optimism that the ongoing economic reforms enacted by Tinubu's administration will result in more favorable returns. Consumer goods stocks led the gains with notable performances from Dankote Cement, Bua Cement, Sunu Assurances, Total Nigeria, Tourist Company of Nigeria, Morrison Industries, among others. In Algeria, the latest oil production report from OPEC Plus shows that Algeria's oil production fell marginally in December. For the year as a whole, oil production declined by 4.6% compared to the previous year. OPEC's reduction in supply is likely to last well into the first half of the year, and in combination with anticipated lower oil prices will have negative effects on economic growth as well as the current and fiscal accounts. In Gabon in December, Gabon achieved its highest oil production level in nearly four years. This is noteworthy considering that oil constitutes approximately 80% of Gabon's total exports. The country's oil output remains unaffected by the recent coup. However, the advantages of this increased production have been mitigated by lower oil prices and reduced OPEC quotas. And a quick trip around Africa. The inflation rate in Morocco slowed for a fourth consecutive month to 3.4% in December of 2023, down from 3.6% in the previous month. This also marked the lowest figure since January 2022, primarily driven by the cost reductions in transportation and recreation and culture, along with ongoing alleviation in food inflation, which reached a 22-month low of 6.7%. There was also a deceleration in prices of furnishings and restaurants and hotels while inflation was steady for education and housing and utilities. On a monthly basis, consumer prices fell by 0.1% after 0.3% drop in November. Energy solutions company Case Energy is targeting financial closure this year for the first phase of a small-scale liquefied natural gas supply chain in partnership with a Tanzanian gas producer with first gas offtake expected in early 2026. The capital expenditure for the liquefaction plant will be not less than $90 million. On January 10th, it was announced the Tanzanian government through the state-owned Tanzania Petroleum Development Corporation and in partnership with Case Energy had entered into an agreement for the construction of the small plant to convert natural gas into LNG. At the signing, Tanzanian Deputy Prime Minister and Energy Minister Dr. Doto Mashaka Biteko said the project would be the first LNG production project in the country and would reduce the country's reliance on diesel and more carbon-intensive fuels. The TPDCMD Musa Makami added that the completion of the project would enable the development of other natural gas activities to be carried out, such as the construction of infrastructure to collect gas from the wells and for preliminary cleaning, the provision of water and the construction of a 34-kilometer pipeline to transport natural gas to the processing plant located in Nsimbati, Madimba in the Mtwara region. The small-scale LNG plant being developed by Case Energy will have a capacity of between 17 million and 34 million standard cubic feet a day and will be strategically situated near existing commercially viable wellheads or pipeline locations. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K-Financial. If you have suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit the website. That's thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K-Financial. And you can find me at Pithadome.